0: Now hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. Glory to you, And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, "'My little daughter is at the point of death. "'Come and lay your hands on her "'so that she may be made well and live.' "'And Jesus went with him. "'And a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. "'And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood "'for twelve years and who had suffered much "'under many physicians and had spent all that she had "'and was no better but rather grew worse.' She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it, but the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And while he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house those who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: No, I, I didn't forget to wear my vestments, uh, and because I want some, some help, and it, I'm wearing a different shirt than I normally would, so I need some help to begin with. And uh, can you, young guys, in that, help me, please? I need you to come up forward, if you would, just a little bit. Come on up. Frankie, come on up. I want you guys to help me. I I need help. Uh, We know that. Just have a seat. Okay? Come on up. Yeah. Uh, You too. (laughs) Yeah. I've... um... You guys want to stay there or you want to come up here? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, come on, come on, I, I, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Trust me, just ask Father, <clears throat> he'll tell you He's that I need the help. Okay, I bet I've, I've got some excellent help right now. Okay, what do you need to go fishing? Fishing pole, a fishing truck?
0: No. no. A, boat, a boat.
1: A boat. And um, a hook. A bobber. A bobber.
0: And a house. A cow. No. A house.
1: What are we missing for fishing?
0: Bait. 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 Huh? Bait. A, a steel. A bait.
1: Okay now. We've got the rod, we've got the, the line, the reel, the hook, and the bait.
0: Or the um, net
1: I'm and the net. net
0: and you need a fish.
1: A and fish. and what?
0: The fish. fish to catch. Well, yeah.
1: But okay. Fish, but well, fish. What I got a question for you. I've got all the stuff together to fish. What are we fishing for?
0: Fish. A bass.
1: A bass. How big?
0: Uh, a giant mouth. Yeah. About
1: this big? A sal- salamander. A salmon.
0: A salmon. One time, he- when they catch the a salmon, there's like
1: a hole The hole. And you know, I'm going to hear from Father Rob, he's going to say fish sticks, but that doesn't count. <laughs> so, if we're going to catch a fish like this, do we need a hook that big? we need bait to go on the hook and and we need the right size hook to put the right size bait on it for the fish we're going to catch. So if we're going to catch crappies or bluegill, depending on where you live, and they're about this big, would we need a hook this big? No. No. Would we need a bait this big?
0: No. Well,
1: what would we use? For a, a, a smaller hook? Yes. yes. Yes, okay. What, what, and, but that smaller hook won't fit in the bait. We need smaller bait? Yes. yes. Well, I'm glad you guys are covering this up. Well, I tell you, I've been confused because I didn't know that if you want a big fish, you put big bait on have to get a big hook yeah, absolutely and, and right and
0: but you know
1: you guys have made this so much clearer for me okay <laughs> so now that we've got our fishing gear we're going to go fishing and we catch the fish we we'll use your neck to bring it in right
0: If I wanted
1: to catch a shark, no, a, whale. a I, whale,
0: I would have, I would have a giant hook. Like, like oh, that would thing. be
1: easy. That would be easy.
0: Like I would tie
1: you on the hook and throw you over. The <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, what I wanted to, I, I wanted this help it's so much because I didn't know everything I needed to fish, and that was, you've helped me. You told me that if I want to catch a big fish, I have a big hook. If I'm catching smaller fish, or fish with tiny little mouths, then I use smaller hooks. You know, I would have never figured that out on my own. I just, because I go fishing, and I forget to put the bait on the hook, or I have the wrong size hook, or there's no fish. What? Good thinking. I Get on a boat and fish in the middle of the river.
0: Um, uh, well, maybe, maybe close
1: to the shore. Oh, well, you know, I might catch anything in the river. Well, you know what? I'm going to talk about how to catch fish in the sermon. Okay? So I want you guys to pay very close attention to what I'm going to be talking about. On when you go fishing, and I'm going to be using bait, and I'm going to tell you about the bait I'm going to use to fish. What, sir? What? What do you have? What do you want to say? Um, do you know what he's going to say? I think we, we have to fish for a, a snake. Ah! Oh.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs>
1: we don't have to fish. For I, I, We we'll use baby snakes. They're called worms.
0: Uh-oh, um, uh, 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 uh,
1: turtle. Turtles. There you go. Yes. Listen now. So, I'm 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 going to send you back to your your seats. But I want you to listen for the bait that I'm going to talk about to the big kids. Not you. Not you. Them. You know, parents, adults. What do they know? Not a whole lot.
0: Everything.
1: Everything? Mostly. Mostly. Oh, did you make grounding points right there? going back, and I'm going to continue talking to the adults now that we've set the stage. Thank you for your help. Now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let the words of my mouth, Lord, be acceptable in your sight. My hope and my redeemer. Amen. What do you do with the passage that, we, that was read in, for the gospel. What do you do with that? You know, you got two things happening here. You've got a church man, yeah, probably well up into the hierarchy, who has got a sick daughter. And he is coming to Jesus and actually probably interrupts his journey. And, as he's talking to his disciples. And we have the story that his daughter's dying, please come and heal her. Then on the backside of that story, we have this woman who's had a problem for a long time. Now, because of the problem that she's had, she's considered unclean, untouchable. So she's been kicked out of society, essentially for all practical purposes, she has no friends anymore. So she's thinking to herself, I've got no money, the doctors won't see me, I have no friends, no family. Uh, You know, I've heard so much about this guy, maybe if I could just touch the hem of his robes, I would be healed. Now the crowd around Jesus is probably a good sized group and he's being bounced about throughout them and she comes in through an opening like a linebacker comes in and scores a touchdown. She tags the hem of his garments and instantly she knows something's different and as she st- As Jesus walks away, and she's reflecting on it, she feels like she's been healed. And Jesus, in the midst of this whole bunch, this crowd moving around him, kind of like we do each other after service, he suddenly says, Who touched me? And of course, the disciples who never get it go, Oh, come on, Jesus. Jesus. Look at the crowd around us and you're going to tell me you've noticed someone who touched your garment? And he goes, yeah. Who touched me? Now, understand if you're in a large crowd and you touch the hem of somebody's robes and they turn around and say, who touched me? I'm going to be afraid. And she was. I mean, she was scared. First of all, remember, she is now an unclean person. And everybody knows it. So for Jesus to say, who touched me? And she is scared to death, literally. But she owns up to it. She says, I did, Lord. Lord. And he says, why? Because I knew that if I touched even the hem of your robes, I would be healed. And Jesus says to her, go, your faith has made you whole, has healed you. And then right after that, we get this part A continued to part C now. Here come the the people of the the leaders household saying well your daughter's dead no sense in having him come up Uh, i mean it's just a waste of time there's nothing he can do and jesus turns to him and he says let's go Now, i'm sure the father is saying okay let's go but i don't know what's going on and they get to the house and they're they're wailing you know they they pay people to professionally mourn. And these folks are real good because it's like being in a choir off key. Yeah. They're making a lot of noise, but nobody understands what it is. Yeah. That, that's me in the choir. The choir is doing, that's me on set. That was me singing just a little while ago the fourth verse when you were on the third. So that's what it's like and jesus says let's go now at the house he sends people away he takes the parent james john and peter into the room and he tells his disciples send the rest away get them out of here i don't want to hear all of the moaning and groaning and the whining just go and of course, in the process, somebody says, well, you know, Lord, it's too late. She's dead. He goes, no, she's merely asleep. He reaches down and he says, little girl, get up. And she gets up. He says, now give her something to eat and drink. But don't tell anybody I did this. It's not the right time. Now we'd like to assume that they followed the instructions. But we know they didn't. Because I wouldn't have either. I would have run out and told anybody who would listen to me. And some who wouldn't. Of what Jesus just did for my daughter. Now I would think. How many times I've read this? How many times I've looked at it? And I looked at this thing for two weeks and could not get it in my head as to what was happening. Oh, I know we can talk about power. I know we can talk about faith and how Jesus heals. But for some reason, that was not what was getting to me. And then yesterday it occurred to me. They were fishing. And the hooks were baited with something very special. The hooks were baited with gratitude. Gratitude was the bait. That led to the healing, that led to the, what do I want to say? Bringing forth the fact that Jesus is Christ, that he is God and he can heal. But it was the bait of gratitude on the hook. Gratitude precedes faith because you're grateful for something she the woman with the problem her gratitude was Jesus was there now all I gotta do is touch him. she was grateful in the midst of it that God still healed people and she knew God would heal her if she could but touch. So gratitude is a recognition of blessings you have and blessings that are to come. What about the parents, the the church official? Gratitude. Well, how do you figure? Gratitude. He already knows God acts. He knows God can act because he's been hearing about Jesus all along. And in gratitude, he follows through and he says, Lord, you can heal her. Come. He's already grateful for the fact that Jesus is going to come with him. So, therefore, his daughter's going to be healed. He's grateful. Jesus says yes. Jesus recognizes the woman. She's grateful. He's grateful. The gratitude that we bait our hooks to be fishers of men is gratitude. How much gratitude you acknowledge in your life determines what kind of, how big a fish you're gonna get. If you're not grateful for what's going on in your life, then you need to stop, put on the brakes, stop the car, Kill the engine and take a look and identify what you are grateful for. Even in a situation that you don't understand, there is something there that you can be grateful for. And the way you increase your gratitude, it's going to seem hokey, but I'm going to tell you anyhow. Is to get rid of the negativity in your life. Jesus brought the good news to share with us. That's gratitude. He brought good news. Now we share that gratitude. We want somebody else to understand and feel how we feel. But they can only do that if they can see... The kind of gratitude that we put on our hook fishing for them. We never know. I'm not a believer in saying, well, I saved 55 souls. I I don't do anything. All I do is present God. And I present my gratitude for what He has done for me. Even in the midst of things that I don't understand and nothing's going right. There is gratitude for something. I may not know, and I may have to stop and think and figure it out, but I know because of my gratitude my faith grows. And the more grateful I am, the greater my faith grows I don't care what's going on around the rest of the world. A lot of times you'll hear me say, somebody will ask me a question, and I really don't know. I'll just simply tell you it's above my pay scale. I'm not supposed to know. I'm just grateful. Julie fell a year ago or so. Banged herself up really well. And if you want to learn how to do it, ask her. She'll tell you. Yeah. Now, in the midst of all that, which was major, she could have lost the vision in her eyes, where was my gratitude? In the midst of that, that happening, and we've called 911, and they're on the way. Where's the gratitude? The gratitude is, I know that we're not alone. I know that the Lord stands with us and the Holy Spirit is doing everything he can to protect her. But I'm also grateful that the EMS seemed to show up much faster than it normally could because it has to come a fair distance. I'm also grateful that there was a hospital to which she could be taken to actually treat the trauma. I'm grateful that she's healing. Now she still has a bum arm and she says she can't move it except when I say something I shouldn't. Then it moves really well. Yeah. But uh, that's normal. So, you know, I, I, I'm grateful that it moves then. <laughs> yeah. So when I look at the scriptures and I know we've been told to be fishers of men how can I attract something, unless I have the right bait. And I feel like the right bait to attract someone is the bait of gratitude. And the better and bigger I can get it, I can share it, and people can see how God works. And they can praise him and seek his face. That is the good news that he came to save all of us, not just some, but all. I think I've said enough. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.